On this episode number 150, halfway to episode 200 of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and to play. I'm one of your four hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novosel. Are you sure we're not halfway to 300? You know, I heard myself say it out loud and I realized I didn't do that right. But, you know, if you started, if you started counting from 100, it would be halfway, okay. right? right. <laughs> Everything before you. 100 was hot trash anyways. I mean, we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't really get it until episode 100, right? Uh, if, you, if you've gotten it, congratulations. That's how long I've gotten it. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm faking it till I make it. Yeah, Halfway to 300. To 300, I figure we'll make it by then. Uh, on his left and my right, and also the final final member of the GMG Quadfecta, who is, who are present, who is present, who is present. It's who is present. How's grammar work? English grammar. Who is present. Thank you. Uh, he is You're someone so- <laughs> who's got music in his heart. Apex Legends on his brain and La Carreta in his old stomach. Mark Boucher. You know, I think after this podcast is over, I think I'm going to take up jet skiing. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Nice. I like that. I understood that reference. Hey. (laughs) Good one. one. All right. The the only one who is not with us, only with us in spirit, is the volleyball and beast of the East who, who can make you laugh in three words or less or your money back. Ronnie Johantis. He has not finished Loki yet, therefore he was not invited to the party. So sorry. <laughs> yep. We had the bouncer okay. boot him out. He just couldn't make it. So it is it is what it is. We miss mm-hmm. you, brother. Hope we can see you next week and you can give your spoiler filled uh thoughts on Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so let's jump into what's new news. What is going on? And uh, you know, as is tradition, very few uh, podcast episodes. I'm going to lead off if you guys are all right with that. Any oh, objections? I suppose. No objections, but man, that's a curveball. Uh-huh. I know, right? Just throwing it at you and just seeing what happens, seeing what sticks, what hits the fan, what, where we go. Switch it up. Keep it know. fresh. I, stop. I like okay. it. That's right. Keeping it fresh. Keeping it real. Uh, yeah, guys. So it's a new week and uh, here we are. Good to be here with you. Happy. And uh, and if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Uh, so, my dog's asleep. And, oh, thank you for that. Oh, I meant to clap my hands, too. So I, that I got... <laughs> hey, he's, he's I the only happy. one who asked. He wasn't obliged to actually <laughs> yeah, clap yeah. his hands, so... Right. No, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy and I know it, for sure. I'm clapping my hands. Uh, life is getting a little bit back to normal. We had a wonderful six, five or six weeks with my in-laws... Uh, lots of family time, lots of games, movies, conversations, uh, great food together when fellowship was shared. Um, they had a nice visit and then they went back to the USA. We're like, mm-hmm. love you. See you next time. Uh, bye bye now. Hope you find your dad. You know, all those things. Yeah. 
Uh, and, and now I'm, I'm reaching some normalcy back in the household. Uh, there is still one more step to take. Uh, the kids and my beautiful wife, Mindy, need to, uh, you know, they need to have some school time and I need to have my alone time and uh, work time yeah. and the like. So, but we're enjoying the next, we're going to be enjoying the next week or two. Uh, and we've been making the most of our time together, even after the in-laws headed back. And uh, I was thinking about how much actually, even when the in-laws were here, how in the past three weeks, I've seen three movies in the movie theater. And that is wow. some kind of Whoa. swisher record. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Let's just do this every week. Just make it a tradition for the next 52, now 49 weeks. I'm going to go a whole year seeing a movie in the movie theater every week. <laughs> no, well, that's not going to happen. I know, right? I'm going to run out of good movies and I'm going to see some real stinkers if I do that. Uh, but yeah. I think it's really cool that I've got to go to the theater. I know that some people are like, I'll just watch it at home. And I like watching a movie at home. Mm -hmm. Man, there's nothing like sitting in the theater, watching the previews, eating some you know, popcorn you didn't have to make, covered in butter that you didn't have to melt, Yeah, and uh, drinking a huge Coke that's Walk overpriced. Actually, you know, the price exchange, one way I, I try to feel good about my, my spending habits sometimes in brazil is that i think i calculated that for us to get four tickets to go see the latest and greatest uh movie release that i will talk about in a moment and to get popcorn and drinks it cost 30 us dollars that's not too shabby no it's not so myself. that's pretty good considering two tickets typically for at least around here, yeah, two, exactly. two tickets is close to that. Plus, like maybe half of your snacks. That's about thirty dollars. Yeah. Do so you only so, buy half snacks? Well, I'm just saying, like it costs more than that. <laughs> like half a pack. Can I get your half a pack of M and M's? Like where someone's already a, eaten half. I want a half small popcorn discount. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, just give yeah. me a, a huge bu bucket of popcorn, and then once you're done, just psh, chop that in half. Exactly. And that's what I only want to have it. Just throw the perfect. rest of it away. Yeah, I'm on a diet, so I'm cutting <laughs> all my portions in half. Yeah, so we went to see Space Jam 2. Mm -hmm. And I will be honest that I went in actually feeling pretty positive. I had seen the trailers and I was like, you know what? It's not going to be the original. It's not going to be Michael Jordan with the tunes, with like the classic it's not going to have, I doubt it's going to have Bill Murray. And uh, I don't know if it, if I should give any spoilers. You maybe I should spoil maybe the I heck out of this. Spoil the heck I, out of it. I, yeah, I don't yeah, think there's, anybody cares at this point. There's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's no living, breathing, acting Bill Murray. I want to say there's a picture somewhere, but nothing. There's references. There's a lot of references to the old Space Jam. There's a lot of references to everything. I think mm -hmm. it has at least 10 times the references to pop culture, uh, everything than mm -hmm. the original Space Jam did. Yeah. yeah. But we went in we went in blind uh, for the most part. I saw some, you know, light reviews and thoughts online, but nothing major. I went in feeling pretty positive. I like LeBron James as a basketball player, as a athlete, as a entrepreneur, as a philanthropi philanthropist. Philanthropist. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say it? That yeah. is it. Philanthropist. Not, not phil philanthropist. It's no, not no. Trappist, it's therapist. Yep. 
which sounds really funny when you say half of it. <laughs> I'm a thropist. <laughs> you. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. Patrick's rubbing his forehead. He's like, you're a thropist of philanthropy. What are you? What are you saying? Okay. Anywho, uh, I liked it, and my family liked it. We went away from it having laughed a lot. Um, we went away from it. My son, all day today, the next day, uh, was dribbling our his basketball whenever he had the chance to. Oh, really? Like, That's cool. I want to play some basketball, Dad. I'm like, you know what? To me, nice. that is the sign of a good movie. If you leave a movie wanting to do what the people are doing, like when I left the movie Happy Feet, I wanted to be a dancing penguin. I'll be honest. I mean, for a for a hot minute, that was my dream to be a dancing <laughs> All right. penguin. So I was just like, One you know shining what? Shining moment. <laughs> if I want to be a dancing penguin, when after I've done watching this movie, it's a good movie. And uh, you know, so my son wanting to play basketball, a good sign. Um, yeah, so we we really enjoyed it. Made us laugh. I did feel very nostalgic with a lot of the references that they made to a lot of movies and. You know, Warner Brother IP that we we all know and we don't always love, but is still familiar to us. And so seeing Matrix references and old Looney Tunes cartoons. I mean, I grew up with Looney Tunes. So whether it's Space Jam 1 or now Space Jam 2, like just give me more Looney Tunes. I don't mind that. Now, I have to be honest that it is definitely far from perfect. And I would go as far to say that this movie for me is probably going to be down the road considered a guilty pleasure because I will definitely not ignore the fact that the acting at best is mediocre, that uh, the animation sometimes gets a little weird and a little janky, as it were, kind of like them needing to fix their mouths in Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, (laughs) But I think that some of the shortcomings, most of the shortcomings are um, almost covered over by the fact that this story was heartfelt and it was about family. It was all about family. And I think that was really cool that not only was it about family, but the past three movies now that I've seen are all about family. And I'm like, what is with this family theme we got going on Hollywood? I'm all about it. Like I'm liking it. So that, that helped pump it up for me. Um, yeah. So uh, overall I'm giving it, because of the experience, because of liking all the people and IP involved, I'm giving it a 7 out of 10 posterized power plays. 7 out of 10. You heard it here first with me. However, I do know that there are other opinions in the crowd. Is this a good time for you to interject your thoughts and feelings, Patrick Novosel? Do you sure, want to yeah. yeah, chime in? This is, as this it were? is a perfect, perfect time. I wanted to give you your, the floor, and yep. I wanted you to you know, talk about what You're you like about respectful. the movie. Sure. Um, I'll do I'll do the same. Yeah. Don't maybe. worry, so, guys. We're getting to Loki in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the Loki spoiler cast and Space Jam 2 spoiler yeah, cast. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll definitely get to that. But but Space Jam 2, um, the star of the show was Don Cheadle. One hundred percent. Uh he was the only uh actor who acted in the movie. Uh the rest were awful. Um and there weren't there weren't many. I mean, there weren't many humans. The rest of them were the Looney Tunes, which, which by the way, the Looney Tunes were spelled T U N E and not T O O N. Like I don't even know why it was spelled that way. Does anybody know why it was spelled T U N E? Looney Tunes, like the music, rather than tunes, like cartoon. Whatever. But so that's that's strike one for me. Um, gotcha. And the way 
the way LeBron was like, and I like, I am a dad where I want to support my kid and what they are doing. You could tell from the beginning of the movie that Dom, his, his youngest son doesn't want to play basketball. His passion is in video games, which is like, I, I also have the passion of video games. Uh So um, I understand when my son one has a passion of certain things, I'm not going to push him to do, baseball or basketball or whatever i would love for him to do that but if that's not his passion then i at least want to get get him exposed to it uh so i didn't really like the way lebron was was uh being a father the father figure at the beginning because he wasn't he wasn't there he wasn't there for his kids um you know like it took him the entire movie to face facing the ultimate like universe's death before he realized how to be a good father i'm like that's that's a little extreme for you to finally figure out how to be a dad. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, the, the, the plot was uh, what didn't make any sense. Like Don, she was like, how about we play a game of basketball for the world? It's like, I don't, what, what made you think that this was the perfect decision to have um, to put the fate of the universe in the uh, basketball? Like it doesn't make it. It didn't make any sense to me. And here comes my, comes my son walking into the bedroom right now, or the 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 room right now, and he's Hi, uh, Clark, he he loved Clark. it. He absolutely. No, I'm, I'm gonna say he loved the movie. He really Clark's did. my man. He he he's on Appreciate on the you, same side as you, Lucas, where he really likes Space Jam too. But as a guy who's seen several several movies in his lifetime. I kind of understand when a good movie is a good movie and a bad movie should not be. All right. Good night, Daddy. All right. Good night, buddy. Night, Clark. Night, Clark. I'll see you <laughs> in the morning. See you in the morning, too. <laughs> All right. Okay. You take your gold. Is this, real, is this real gold? That's not real gold. No. <laughs> no. You're, the, the gold that you got in those little canisters, those little bottles, yes, that's real gold. That's not real gold. I know, but they painted it. Yeah, they painted it so it looked make it look like cold and polished it. Yes, they did. I think yeah. you need to take that to the, uh, what are those guys that look at stuff and tell you what the value of it yes. is? From Patrick's assessment yeah. of Clark's yeah. gold, it kind of sounds okay. like his review of Space Jam. <laughs> is it yeah, real gold? Okay. All right, good up, buddy. <laughs> they polished it up it's to make it look gold. like gold, but it's not. <laughs> No, uh, so yeah, they played a game of basketball, and the game of basketball that they played made no sense at all. Wow, They're you like, sound like oh, LeBron what, right now. One, what, yeah, well, he's trying to play a game of basketball, and then all of a sudden, uh, one one basket was like eight hundred points. I'm like, that makes absolutely no sense because the rest of the game, when they do a crazy play like that, uh, yeah, that's two points, uh, or when. Or when Wiley e. Coyote is like, "Hey, let me just replicate myself or replicate and all the all the balls," and all of a sudden, here, here's here's seven hundred points. It's like, uh, this makes no sense, which makes the cl- climax of the movie even worse because the <laughs> the end of the movie they do like, "Hey, let's do this glitch," which didn't make any sense because the glitch did not hinder the uh, of villains, the opposing team, in any way. So they're like, "Oh, Bugs Bunny is going to die because." uh of, of this glitch and the glitch didn't even matter because don Cheadle was just he like pushed forth forward for uh past the glitch 
Uh, and I'm getting I'm getting all fired up about this about this basketball game because it yeah. made no sense. And then when they're they're down by like three points or two points or whatever, one point, whatever. It's like it it didn't it it was very anticlimactic uh, because because there was no rules. I couldn't follow any rules. But like oh you know like if they were to do a uh, a alley oop half court, you would think that would be like a 500 point basket. But no, that's only two points. What what made that different than the rest of the rest of the 400 point baskets that the opposing team was making so like that that couldn't i couldn't really follow it because none of it made any sense um and that was that was the big thing with me because i was like i can't follow this like if, if you said hey this if this was a power up like nba jam we're like hey this point if you jump from this point and this was a 20 pointer and you made the shot okay that's a 20 pointer but if you're just making up rules as you go and don Cheadle is the whole mastermind behind this about like, hey, no matter what, you're going to lose this game. There was no rules. He could have been like, oh, you know what? You won the game, but I'm still going to delete everything. There's no reason why he would, he should have just let him go anyways. Why did he let, let him go? Because there were no rules. So that's why this movie to me was a four out of 10. Four out of ten unbelievable rules. <laughs> <laughs> and he's cleaning the blood off the knife. Yeah. And <laughs> now, on the flip side, every kid that watched this movie loved it. What? They're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm it, for like, you, Patrick, but no, but I, but I, I get it from, from no my longer point of view. a Toys R kid heart. <laughs> It was. Uh, I, I haven't seen Space Jam one in so long. I, does it hold up? Probably not. No, I watched it la- last year. Uh, they did. They did some. They did some uh, references to the original movie, but it was like they did. Very oh, they small. did a lot of references. It's it there, but it stood alone. Their Michael Jordan moment was hilarious. See, I laughed and that that's loud. another. That's another thing that really made me Why mad. Not? They're like, oh, Michael Why? Jordan's gonna come. They had like that music coming. And uh, it's Michael B. It's Jordan. Michael like, B. Jordan walks out. <laughs> see, like that's another thing. Like, oh, that's that is a letdown because if they would have had Michael Jordan, I think this movie would have been a little bit better. But they had Michael. There's B. no Jordan. way Michael Jordan Why would not? be on there. He is he is so full of himself. He would not be like a side character. Sorry, that's not how Michael Jordan rolls. Yeah. Michael ro- A. Jordan rolls, versus Michael B. Goes. Jordan. Whatever. No, but it was it was a funny joke. We laughed a lot. It was not a joke. Sorry, it was not a funny joke. Sorry, ki- you didn't. The kids they don't even know who Michael Jordan is. Right over their head. Michael B. Jordan. My kids Michael know B. who Jordan, Michael Jordan is because I educated right over their head. Like, I educated my children <laughs> who Michael Jordan is. They don't. It doesn't matter who Michael B. Jordan is. It's a matter of guess what? We tricked you. Ha ha ha! And the kids got it. My well, kids got it because they're educated. Land, it landed for the Swishers. Four out of four. Four out of ten. <laughs> so says you. Yeah. Why did Buddy. I not bring popcorn yeah. to this? It was good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It made more sense than Patrick is leading on, but this is a Loki spoiler cast, not a Space Jam 2 spoiler cast, which yeah. would be really fun. We, to did, we totally did. I was going to say, we've totally made that. We totally did, yeah. Uh, no. I have not responded to anything you've said i let you say your piece and i appreciate your perspective Mm -hmm. even if i disagree with it 100 percent. sure 
but I still love you. <laughs> Got it. It's good. It's good. It's love great. Uh, yeah. So after we had that great moment of going to the theater together, this is the first time my family and I have gone to the theater since last January of 2020, two months before the pandemic and watching Frozen 2 in Portuguese. Uh, we got to watch this in English because there was enough live action that they decided the Brazilian movie authorities decided that it was worthy of being uh, uh, dubbed where they put the words below and they let it be spoken in English. That was nice. Um, yeah. So after that, we got back and we realized we had stayed out a little too long because our three-month-old puppy, Rayla, decided to destroy her brand new bed that we just bought her and poop and pee everywhere in her little room. Oh, isn't and she so sweet? So I then spent the and that's so nice. She did not like space ball or space space balls. <laughs> she did not like space jam <laughs> no, too. No, that's totally different conversation. <laughs> oh, man, space balls. You should too? have a conversation with Rayla. <laughs> I should about space balls. But yeah, so that was not a very good good way to end the day. Definitely was up to like midnight, midnight thirty, cleaning that up. Anywho, moving on to more positive things. Let's get into some quick gaming on my end. Uh, last week, I completed my one hundredth video game of 2021 wow. whether it's platinuming or completing the game and number 100 was fast and furious crossroads well done which did not get as high as a rating as space jam 2 <laughs> sorry to say <laughs> that's that disappointing <laughs> that is disappointing yeah. while i love family and i love the franchise this game was a struggle to really enjoy uh the car handling as i said last week was very poor Overall, the track layouts are just abysmal. Um, mm -hmm. I could not have the time to decipher if I was supposed to turn right or left. And <laughs> I could not understand if something was destructible or not. Cars, uh, huge trees, you could knock those down. A little post off to the right somehow could stop your car from 100 miles per hour to zero. Like, snap at a finger. <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah. And there's no, like you know, hit it and like you roll around or like some kind of car physics. It's like you hit it and then you just stay still. And then you have to just turn to the left or right and then continue on the track. Mm -hmm. um, it was awful. And uh, all that also distracted me from the nonsensical story starring <laughs> everyone's favorite characters of Dom and Letty, except they're animated like the space ball stunt doubles. And <laughs> it was rough. I showed Mindy and she's like, who is that? I'm like, that's Dom. She's like, no, it isn't. I'm like, <laughs> no, yes, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Listen to his voice. And yeah, it was, I mean, like, like Patrick said in his original spoiler cast some time ago, Roman animated perfectly. Like mm -hmm. it was Roman all over voice, animations, everything. Uh, yeah. Some of the voice acting was, whew, was rough. Uh, you could tell some people were just reading a script, um, but I give it, being nice, a 5 out of 10. Uh, 5 out of 10, rocket riding, surfboard moves, I don't know, whatever you now, want to call now it. Now, I, so. I have a question. Follow-up question, let's hear it. Um, based on what you've seen in Fast and Furious movie franchise and yes. the stories, what yes. did you think of the story for this one? I thought it was like, it was like pretty much like a B version of Fast and Furious 9. Like, 
it was shooting something into space to then take over, make stuff happen. So, like, did they, who made this first, the Fast and Furious Nine Riders or the Fast and Furious Crossroads Riders? Because there was a lot of crossover there in terms of, like, except they didn't go to space. They knocked over the rocket before it could go to space, which I was thankful for. Mm-hmm. Which I much actually, I might have much rather enjoyed the game if I got to go to space in the video game. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it seemed like a, a B version of that. So yeah. Uh, so okay. real quick, uh, Isaac Infinity Bro Isaac is in the chat saying "Yo boys," and he also just subbed. So thank you so much for the Ooh, sub. All right. Hey. Hope you're doing well, Isaac. Thanks for joining us. On yeah. This. On this Space Jam 2 slash Loki spoiler cast. That's slash. right. <laughs> Fast and Furious Crossroads. <laughs> and he says, glorious That's purpose. Right, my friends. Yes, we will get there. We will get to the glorious purpose kind of soonish. Um, other than that, I played, I started Bioshock for the GMG VGBC, the book club. I'm just a couple hours in, not really a whole lot to say. Uh, this is my second time playing through it. I'll be playing one again playing two for the first time and then playing infinite for the second time just to see uh, how it, how it holds up, what it's like on the PS4, all those good things, crazy, bizarre stories, uh, but really fun stories. Interesting stories are the Bioshock series. So I look forward to playing through that with others in the discord and the GMG community that are playing it. And then, uh, yeah, the other things that are coming up are shadow of the Colossus and final fantasy seven remake spoiler cast will be headed your way in the next few weeks. Um, and then the final thing, of course, is, as always, I, I'm still going through 5BC Dead Cells. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I have talked about this game ad nauseum. And it's kind of like when Patrick or Mark bring up Apex Legends, it's like, what what could be so different that you need to bring it up again? <laughs> I know that with Dead Cells, that sometimes is the case. But I have to say two things. One, I discovered something that really has made the game seemingly a little easier for me. Uh, you know, it's not quite the level of safe scumming that I was doing before where I would like, you know, save right before I was going to die or whatever to get out of that. But I discovered, and I've talked about a little bit about this before, you can dual bind your button layout so that when you use your weapons, you can put them to the same button and then they use the weapon simultaneously. So like, Whoa. say you have a sword and grenades, you can throw grenades while you're slashing with the sword. Well, it's pretty cool to do because it like <laughs> it makes your damage per second like shoot up, uh, but it can get a little chaotic. You just imagine <laughs> like bet. that that one man band that's like playing the drums and the harmonica and the cymbals and the guitar all at the same time. It can get a little crazy. But I discovered earlier this week that there are some items you get four like two weapons and two powers. I discovered you can put everything to one button and just it becomes like a Nintendo game. Like oh you got the gosh. B button for your fighting and you got the A button to jump. And so I've now mastered the dual binding to the sense where I get the right items and I'm using all four of them at the same time. Uh, your powers do have cooldown, so they don't always work, but I immediately use them as soon as they're ready. And it is, it's been pretty fun. Nice. Um, so yeah, so I'm hoping hoping in the next few weeks to make some good progress and to reach the final final area. I think the furthest I've gotten is like the sixth world out of 10. Uh, it's been hard. They did some updates from the last time I started 5BC to where it just is, uh, it's a lot more chaotic. Uh, the second thing I want to say is that I am giving myself a deadline of August 13th 
to beat 5 BC. And if I go. don't, oh. guess what? I'm Done. moving on to Hades. Oh, yes. Once that Hades comes out to PS4, I am jumping on that train, going to Greece, and uh, playing another roguelike. So sweet. That's that's what's gonna that's what's gonna transition me to out of 5 BC and Dead Cells, and just to shut that, you know, shut that uh, door, shut that page, whatever, mm-hmm. close that chapter, and and move on. But. I'm looking forward to the next few weeks. I hope to beat it. And then I look forward to Hades a lot. So someone else who I know is looking forward to Hades, Patrick. Yeah. How are you, my friend? I'm good. What's up? Yeah, I'm looking forward to Hades. Um, I was talking to Spencer on Fortress of Nerditude on the Discord, and he's not into rogue-like games. And he it sucked him in, and he really yeah. liked it. So um, I uh, I kind of uh, relate to that. So hopefully it sucks me in as well because I'm re- really looking forward to uh, being part of the conversation, being part of the part of the Hades um, players because uh, it's coming out for free um, yeah, on Game Pass in August. So um, I'll definitely be yeah. be trying it out. There's no reason for me not to try it out. You lucky but, duck, uh, yeah, man. But yeah, for uh, I, I'm in I'm in Gatlinburg right now. I am not in my normal Cincinnati place. I am what? in Gatlinburg. I'm on vacation. I am uh, with uh, my wife's two brothers, his his fam- their families, and then her um, uh, parents. So we're in this nice big chalet. Um, so I'll probably have a bit uh, a more of an update next week about how Gatlinburg uh, has been. Uh, but so far, it's been pretty nice, um, except on the way down to Gatlinburg. So it started to rain, huh. and. Uh, yeah, it's it was uh, all of a sudden it was stopped, and I thought I had enough room to stop, so I slam on the brakes, and I'm in the left lane, and left lane is like straight median. Oh gosh, it is just like a uh, like a concrete wall. Uh, there's no way to go anywhere, so um, I'm skidding for probably thirty to thirty five feet, and I try to maneuver my way a little bit to kind of not hit the guy in front of me, uh, but I failed. And I hit the back of the back left uh, fender right behind his left back left wheel. And um, I'm like, and it was like, it was, it was a tap. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't just like a crunch everything uh, for the front end like last week's wreck that I talked about. Um, it was right. just, it, it, it felt like it was just, it was a bump. Um, and so we're in the left lane and there's a lot of traffic, torrential downpour going on right now. And the guy in front of me did not stop. Like he just kept going, like he was going on his merry way. And for maybe another 15, 20 seconds, then he finally turns on his right turn signal. I'm like, okay, did he just realize that he, he got hit? Like, I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. So uh, he gets in the right-hand lane, and I follow him into the right-hand lane, and then he cool pulls off to the shoulder. And I'm like, okay, I'll pull off to the shoulder too because, you know, like I hit him. Right. So I can't just yeah. keep going. And I also can't just drive off because there's a whole bunch of cars. So, but I'm not, but so I stopped, I stopped, uh, and I waited for him to get out because he stood there for, he like in his car for probably about a minute. I don't know if he's calling the cops or checking checking his glove box for his insurance or whatever. And he finally puts on his hazards and he gets out of the car. So I'm like, I already had at this point, I had my insurance. 
Um, and I got out of the car, um, walked up to to him. And this guy is like, he's got khakis. He's got like a polo shirt tucked in. You know, he looks like a reputable guy. And I go up to him, like, I'm totally sorry. If I had enough room, I apologize. I hit you. I have my insurance card and we can, we can get this thing rolling. And he just looks at me. He's like, don't worry about it. And I'm like, wait a second. I just hit you. I have a big dent in my, in my bumper. Are you sure? He's like, no, don't worry about it. I'm like, I, I don't I don't understand what's happening. Like, <laughs> Does not compute. Yeah, like I, <laughs> like are, I'm like, are you are you sure? Like we we should probably get our insurance together. And he's like, no, don't worry about it. It's nothing. And when I, I like I looked I looked at his car and there was some scrapes, and it looked like his like bumper was dented a little bit. Um, and he's like, don't worry about it. So I'm like, okay. Shook his hand and I went back to my car. And Mel's like, well, what happened? I was like, the guy didn't want to do anything. So I, I don't, I, I don't know how many wrecks you guys have gotten into or what the reason why someone would say no to going through insurance, especially when someone else has hit you. Like right. I, 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 I didn't understand it. So I'm like, uh, okay. And my, it's just my bumper, you know, the right side of the front fender is just like dented in a little bit. Uh, it didn't no no like, engine fluids were coming out or anything it was just a bump it was nothing nothing major and so like two minutes later we're back on the road going towards hmm. gatlinburg so i i got super lucky that the guy didn't have want to go through insurance because my insurance would have increased and so but and i had to pay pay for his damages uh but i i just don't know why he wouldn't have said go through insurance I, I, either he didn't have insurance or he had something going. He didn't want to call the cops. He wanted to be back on the road because he had something in the That's car. That's a possibility. No, I, yeah. no idea. Um, so, but I got <laughs> dodged a bullet on that one. Kind of sus on that one. Yeah, was like, did. Yeah, very sus. Uh, that so, is pretty sus. Yeah. Just, just real quick. Um, first of all, uh, Isaac says, you brought your mic with you on vacay? I'm impressed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am committed. 150 episodes. Um, I uh, let's see. This is the second time I've uh, recorded uh, on a remote location. I've mm. done it in Florida before. Yep. Yep, yep. Uh, I did not do it in Disney. Mm, yeah. Spoilers. Did not do it in Disney. And, Spoilers. And also, uh, Aaron, you done messed up. Uh, in the chat says no guns involved this time. Hopefully. Uh, no, he did not pull a gun on me. <laughs> I did not pull a gun on him. That's a win. I pulled my insurance card on him, and that must have scared him off. You're like, <laughs> here it is, insurance. Look out! Look out! Look out! Uh, but no, so uh, that was um, a rocky start to to the to the vacation, but it ended up being all right. Um, so that's what's been pretty much going on for life front uh, on the movie front. So I've watched three movies. One was Space Jam Two, so we've already talked about that one. The other one was Luca. What a gem, Luca. Uh, yes. and, um, I watched that, uh, with kids and it was not your typical Disney animation movie. It was it not was, your typical Pixar movie. It was, it was, it, it started off. I'm like, this looks like more of like a Paramount or universal kind of movie. It did not look like Disney animation. Um, but it, it, well, I didn't know anything about the movie. Um, but it was really good. Talk about family. This movie was all about all about family 
and um, all about friendship. And um, it was, I thought it was really good. There was a really cool twist. There was some cool, cool, the, the ending was cool and really nice. Um, uh, I would say if, if you got kids, this is a great movie movie to watch. If you like Pixar, if you like Disney movies, definitely check this out. Uh, this was a really, really good movie. If this movie was on like TV or if it was on, I probably would sit down and watch it again. Um, it was, it was really cool how, uh, this Luca character just, um, tr- learned all the things that humans learn. It was really cool. Um, uh, I would give this a uh, seven out of 10. Um, and then I watched also the other, the other movies I watched was I watched the fear street trilogy. They're L R L Stein fear street movies on mm-hmm. Netflix. Uh, this one was not all about family. It was <laughs> all about things what mass murder shocked. and horror. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was the first two movies were were good. The third movie um, really brought everything together. Uh, it was the twist at the end and how they ended it was really really awesome. Uh, as, in this trilogy, I don't want to give anything away because it was really really cool. All the things that they did and how they brought it back in the third movie. Um, talking about the first two movies, which was really cool. It, it was it was it was weird because they they started in Fear Street 1994. And the second movie was Fear Street 1978 or 19 1978, I think it was. And after the first movie of 1994, it said to be continued. I'm like, wait a second, we're going back in time. What do you mean it's to be continued? But this the time travel they, they did they did two storylines, one current uh, timeline and then one previous timeline. So they were like mm. kind of like uh, pulling all the storylines together, so it made sense at the same time. Uh, and then the third movie was back in like 1666. So, um, and how they brought it back, back to 1994 and what all, how, what that to be continued was like in the third movie. So um, yeah, I, I, it was a great trilogy. If, if you like horror movies, um, if you like the slasher movies, uh, this is definitely up your alley. Uh, I, I like those movies. And for me, this was an eight out of 10 uh, uh, as a trilogy. Now the, the movies were what I would probably rate differently, but as a full trilogy in eight out of 10. Cool. Uh, on the gaming front, I played uh, ratchet and clank finished that. And I platinumed that. Mm. That's my, finished, that's my platinum shape. Finished yeah. it. Yes. Good job. Uh, it was my first ratchet and clank game. Uh, this game was, was fantastic. Uh, it was good. Uh, Storyline was okay. Uh, but the dialogue between characters all the power-ups that you had, all the guns that you had, all the moves that you had, all the worlds you went to. Uh, it was really good. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it, that story. Story again, it's throwaway. Uh, but this game was definitely an 8 out of 10. Maybe an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, I, I, loved, I loved this game. Um, I, I, so speaking of Ratchet and Clank, so I, I game-flied it, and I, and I platinumed it. Um, in the meantime, I secured another ps5 <laughs> I, yeah, I don't did. i don't understand you, you so the magic hands <laughs> and with so the magic hands two weeks ago two three weeks ago i got lucas a ps5 and then eric was like uh can you get me one i was like okay i'll see what i can do uh two weeks go by and i couldn't find him one real and quick you done messed up says what is this sorcery <laughs> Uh, right, I'm so not. Yes, I'm continue. not finished with how this all happened. Uh, that's true. Find so out um, right now. So it was. I think it was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday or Wednesday. 
um, it was it was two weeks to the day after I got Lucas yours. So that was so that was a Wednesday. So it was it was a Wednesday. It was two weeks after that. Um, I'm at lunch and I'm looking through my phone and I get an email from GameFly. And I'm and I read those because usually they're like, hey, this is coming soon. These are all the games you can put in your queue to to rent. And GameFly is like, hey, um, do you want a PS5? Click here to buy a PS5. <laughs> I'm like, uh, this is too good to be true. And this is like 30 to 35 minutes after I got the email. And so I click on it. I'm like, all right, let's see, let's see if it's even still available. So I click on it. I add to cart. It goes to my cart. And I text Eric. I'm like, hey, do you want a PS5? This is what it comes with. It comes with an extra controller, charging station, and Ratchet and Clank. Do you want it? And Sweet he's like, deal. He's like, yes. And he said yes after five minutes of me texting him. And so I was five like, minutes. What is wrong with that man? You respond <laughs> within thirty seconds. Uh, he was. I think he was off that day. Um, he, he, wow. uh, he, him, and his wife are expecting a girl. Ooh, what? That's so nice. yeah, nice first first kid. So uh, he has an excuse of of not texting back I within guess. five minutes. <laughs> uh, he's like, yeah, get it. So um, I'm like, okay, I purchase it, and there you go. I got another PS5. Not even trying they're, they're throwing ps5s at you <laughs> they're just, like, uh, pat wants to buy a ps5 let's just send him an email see if he wants to buy another one like, no no sir you get nothing oh pat That's pat here you go here crazy. you go <laughs> so, yeah. so i got i got another ps5 um so i bought that Dude. for him and then the last thing i want to talk about is i pre-ordered this new thing called a steam deck the new yeah, it's Valve, it's like a sauna. Steam deck. The new Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah, you can put, it's right out, right out next to the jacuzzi. Wear a towel. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. I want yeah. one of those. So I put a five dollar pre order down for it. Um, it's it looks interesting. I've I've I want a handheld. I don't want the Switch uh, since they didn't come out with the Pro, and now I can play any AAA game in my in a handheld. Uh, so I just decided to throw five bucks down just to. Just a reserve a pre-order. So I'm looking forward to what that Why looks not? like and seeing more more information on that coming forward over the next few months. Cool, man. But yeah, that's that's about it for me. Nice. All nice. right. Well that leaves Marcus. Oh Marcus Aurelius. Oh, it's been a it's been a real light week. Uh oh, Isaac Listic says those Steam decks look awesome. I already don't use my Switch enough, so I probably won't get it, but man, it's tempting. Yeah, I'm 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 interested. I'm definitely interested and um I I didn't know how their pre-orders work if you needed to get like the full 400 or or how many you know $100 down or if it was only like a $5. It's 5 thing. bucks. That's uh, all it was. Um cuz I wouldn't I wouldn't mind getting it. It does like we talked about in the Discord. It does bum me out that there are several games that it won't play um just because of whatever different reasons whether it be anti-cheat or anti-cheat that's what it is all that kind of stuff Um, so that was kind of a bummer but i mean other than that you know that's to me it seems like the most accessible way to get into pc gaming (laughs) Um, right yeah and it does game pass games so yeah so it comes with it comes stocked with the steam os if you want to play game pass you got to install windows onto Mm it how all that works I don't know. We're still months and months away. My pre-order is not expected to be here until uh, first quarter of 2022. I think yeah. it starts 
uh, shipping out in December. That's what the anticipated date is. Um, so I uh, we'll, we'll see again yeah. on that. Yeah, it's been a been a real light week for me, just trying to keep things up on the on the health front and and uh, keep things going on uh, in terms of uh, exercising and and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think, yeah, uh, Tuesday I, uh, I streamed some Apex, so that was awesome to get back into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, this Saturday um, I streamed some Fortnite with Mr. Tim Pollan, which was which was an awesome time. Yeah. Uh, got, a, got us a win, so that was great. Nice. There you go. Uh, but um, that's that's been the most gaming I've I've done this week, uh, unfortunately. But um, you know, just been going through the through the daily grind. Um, I, I really need to finish Ratchet and Clank. Um, you I, do. I just I need to I need to go ahead and do that. But you owe it to yourself. Yep. Um, but. Uh, I'm still working on my on my backlog of things I need to watch. Um, obviously, I was able to finish Loki, um, so that we could talk about uh, you know the whole series as of tonight. Um, so that was great. Uh, and plus, I, I had to wait for uh, to watch it with my wife. So um, so we did that on Sunday, uh, which was which is great. Um, Honestly, that's that's been pretty much my week. Oh, I guess the other little thing is, I got this thing. Is that uh, an, an iWatch? A fist? Is, yes, I got a fist. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what are you gonna do about Crazy. it? <laughs> Me too. About it? No, no. Uh, this is a this is a Fitbit Versa. Um, it's, oh, okay. Kind of cool. sorta on their like a little more on their nicer end of mm-hmm. Fitbit watches. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I wasn't really feeling my my Galaxy Watch active, which is what I had before, um, and so uh, my my mother in law and my sister in law both have Fitbit Versas, um, so decided to to get that. Um, plus, it it works with both Android and iPhones, so and that will matter nice. to me because I'm looking to switch back to Team iPhone. No way! Yeah. So, what? Why? No surprise here. I just, I just prefer the, I prefer the OS. I prefer yeah. the OS. I mean, Android phones are great. They're, they're, I've, I've had no problem with my, with my Galaxy um, S twenty plus. Um, but um, I think I just prefer the aesthetic and the OS mm. and everything of the iPhone. Yeah. Uh, so. Yep. Plus, you can play Game Pass on your iPhone now. Yeah, that was the other thing because I was kind of mad at apple for being stupid with that but they fixed and, it and i've been testing that out this week while i'm on a gatlinburg i've mm-hmm. been doing the x cloud through iphone lawless really it's really so, like i i am just x clouded and i'm doing both streaming from my series x at home and the x cloud there is no discernible difference it's awesome okay interesting now they have like controllers for that, right? That you can slap your iPhone uh, into. Well, for, yeah. For for Game Pass, there are there's a section where you can have just touch controls, so you can do without a controller. Oh, I don't. I do have that. the. That's the, weird. I think it's like the Crazer. I can't remember what what which one I got. The Razer. The Razer Kishi. The Crazer. Razer Ki- Yeah, the Razer Kishi. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's what Close I. Close enough. And that's what I've been using. I've been I've been um, remote playing on my PS5. 
with that, playing a little bit of Avengers. And then I've also tested out the xCloud, and it's really nice. Nice. Um, to have that. I, I could not play any other way. Touch controls are really hard. Yep. Um, but uh, the Razer Kishi, I think it's like 69 bucks, uh, and you can just play any, al- almost any Game Pass game on your phone, on your iPhone. So nice. it's really nice. Nice. Good to keep in mind for the future. But yeah, I'll be. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll be uh, trading mine in probably in September, and I'm probably going to wait because usually, either September, October, right. is when they start announcing the new iPhones. Yep. Um. So so that'll be a good time to go ahead and, and trade in and switch. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean that's been that's been pretty much this it this that that's it for me. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um, so what you're yeah. saying is, Mark, is that your week was not very loco. I sense I sense a transition coming on. But was <laughs> that Loki? Th- it it was Loki. That was transition was brought to you by my son. Earlier this week, he's <laughs> like, "Hey, Dad, hey, Dad, Loco." It sounds just like Loki. Yeah, my week was very low. That's key. all he said. I was like. Oh, Mark. Yeah, it was very, it was very low key. Love it. Ooh, that was much better. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, rip, 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 your rip, week rip, was rip, pretty rip. low key, huh? Dang, yep. that was a good one. Did you have that one already prepared? No, it just I'm came sorry. to mind. Just came to mind. That's great. Wow, you need to splice this baby up so you just make mine disappear. I mean, I was trying to like connect my son and make it all nice and. You know, like a fatherly kind of plug-in for my son. But when I first came to you, I was but a learner. Now I am the master. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard that transition for ages. I don't remember what he says. Does he say years? No, he says in a A long time. time. (laughs) All right. All right. So, you guys ready to get into Loki? Let's get into it. Absolutely. Fantastic. That's right, folks. We are talking about Loki, the first season of Loki, maybe. Mm-hmm. Who knows? No spoilers here, so we can't say. This is uh, this is going to be, uh, the first few minutes, a spoiler-free discussion of Loki, and then we will jump into the nitty-gritty. Uh, guys, we've all watched every single of the six episodes uh, for the for this first season of Loki, and I don't know about you guys, there's lots and lots to talk about, but we cannot jump into the, the meat, the sinew, the the real guts of, you know, the season. Can you say that? The guts of the season? I don't know. I just yeah. made it up. Yeah. Yep. yeah you I just did. So. so I just mm-hmm. did. So, uh, but let's start as is tradition by sharing our spoiler free review, kind of touching on what we liked, what we didn't like, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly if any of that exists and just you know give it a number random number you can make it out of 10 you can make it out of 6 shout out infinity bros isaac Holistic in the house i will uh you can make it out of a thousand or a bajillion or 3000 if you want so good call what so we're just going to go in inverted update order mark what are your spoiler free thoughts on loki okay so we have watched 
WandaVision, we have watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and we have watched Loki thus far. Yes. That I is enjoyed, correct. I enjoyed WandaVision. I enjoyed uh, Cap- uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Captain <laughs> America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost said Captain Falcon. Falcon Punch. Captain Falcon. <laughs> Falcor. Yeah. Um, by far, I absolutely love Loki. This is wow. my favorite of the shows that they have put out. Mm-hmm. This is what I have been looking for in in a in one of these Disney Plus Marvel shows. Um, they did not disappoint. That the the storyline was great. The acting was fantastic firing on all cylinders um you know pat and myself you know we're huge time travel people and and you know obviously there's going back and forth between time travel and like dimension travel and things like that um i eat that stuff up and i absolutely loved it um i loved the progression of all of the characters um throughout the the season um it was hilarious at so many points. Um, and um, I'm looking forward to what is to come after this in several respects. So I will give this 10 pruning batons out of 10. All right, all right, all right. Hey, all right. Very nice. That sounds like a, that sounds like a pretty stellar score. Let's see if Patrick can top that one. Uh, okay, so I'm going to reiterate. I loved WandaVision. I loved Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And I loved Loki. Uh, Loki is by far the best Disney Plus series uh, of the of the three. Uh, there were a couple points in this series where Loki was being too much loki and it felt like he was pushing and he was trying too hard um but that does not uh pale to the comparison of how awesome this time travel was and how the storyline was um i love the way the i love the progression like like mark said i love how they did that you know it felt it felt slow enough um but it also was quick uh, there's only six episodes. Um, the actors are great. Owen Wilson as Mobius, uh, Tom Hiddleston as Loki. I mean, they were a great duo. I really loved their banter back and forth, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and all the way up through through the ending. Uh, it was it was it was so good. It was what it's it's one of those like I I told um, told you guys um, it was last week. Uh, my daughter and I started the MCU and I can't wait to uh, go through the MCU and watch this series with her and, uh, and to, and to just experience this series again, because uh, this was, this was really, really good. It was top shelf. It was awesome. Um, I, I, I would give this a six out of six, um, hands down six out of six. Boom. Nice. I love how how Fantastic. I love the the ending was like it felt like an MCU. Uh-huh. It wasn't it wasn't For like sure. a, it wasn't a, a TV show. It felt like it was part of the MCU. Yeah. That's 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 another reason why I love this. The, the WandaVision and Captain America, there's those were results 
of the MCU. This movie yeah. or this series was a result of the MCU, but also it pushed it to the MCU. Yeah. And that's why that's I that's what that's what's so awesome about this. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that follows right into my spoiler free review. Um uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good was that it was a healthy mix of action, of deep dialogue, uh, and most of all, of MCU plot moving and emotionally moving material. Like, it was great. Like, it felt like we developed Loki uh, uh, more as a character. Like, if he wasn't developed before, they, like, redeveloped him, if that's possible. Um, you know, it was really cool um, introducing new characters that I look forward to seeing in the cinematic universe, like not just in another Disney Plus episode or season, but actually, you know, crossing over into cinematic areas. I, I hope to see them there. I think I, I think it's a no brainer to say that at least one or two of them will show up in the cinematic universe. Yeah, absolutely. Um mm-hmm. I feel like uh, overall, just what they did was like so impactful on the MCU more than the others. I, I I enjoyed WandaVision. I thought some of the episodes were a little a little too wacky, a little too obtuse, nonsensical. Like, what is what are we watching again? I don't really know where this is going. You know, it it had some great moment and then you know with captain i almost said captain falcon too uh, falcon <laughs> winter soldier uh just a typical comic book like a classic not typical classic comic book you know entertainment like just with the action and and going hitting like you know real world issues through the story like really good really i, I don't know really real really genuine i know Oh no! I think we lost Lucas. Ah, oh, goodness! Oh no, Lucas, are you still there? We did. He started to get really rough there. Yep, really rough there for a second. But um, so I guess we're let's continue with this spoiler free. I have yep. a few few other things I we want to talk over about the wall. while while we're while we're waiting for this. Um, like Lucas said, there were there were funny moments. There were jokes. I mean the 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 interactions between each of the characters what each each one that we learned about um whether that was um i really don't want to i can't get into them since we're doing spoiler free but each one of the characters that were that were introduced uh they had a um a a good a good start a good origin as as it were and they and with, even though it was only six episodes we saw them progress and we saw that their the reasons behind uh, their motivations. Um, it was it was just so neat to see how it all culminated to the end. Uh, and it it the the last episode was so different than the rest of the episodes. Uh, and it was the best episode because of what they did. Because it was unlike any other episode we saw with uh, with WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, there was what. Oh, man, I can't really give anything away. <laughs> mm. uh, it was it was so uh, it was so good um, introducing even newer new characters uh, all the way up through uh, episode six and how they all came uh, uh, they came into to, to the episode 
uh, it was like what the last maybe like 10 minutes. It was really good uh, mm-hmm. how they all came together. Uh, and I, like I said, I said, I said, Tom Hiddleston, his, his acting was maybe subpar uh, in a couple of the scenes, uh, but it was just, you saw, uh, because this was, this was Loki from 2012. Uh-huh. This is Loki 2012. This isn't Loki from uh, Avengers Endgame. Right. This is this is we're learning uh, Loki uh, from from the right after the Avengers movie. You know, this is this is straight after it, and seeing the difference between Loki in this versus the Loki in the MCU as we know it, and how all this plays out in subsequent seasons or in the mcu um how all that plays out is really going to be exciting and how that how they're going to introduce um characters into the mcu uh possibly loki into the mcu um and mobius into the mcu who, what uh, what have you all, all these all these because there were there were some there were some loose ends that weren't tied in this in this season yeah um and uh how all that's going to play out in um in the rest of the MCU and what they're going to do with it it's going to be really really exciting um what 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 about you what about you mark yeah so we're we're still are we still on the uh, sorry are we still on the uh I, we i don't know this lucas lucas is driving this thing and i'm <laughs> i'm trying to Fill some time before Lucas comes back. Sorry, I'm trying to listen to you and try to mess with the uh, with the graphic. <laughs> it's probably all jacked up. Yeah, it is, but it's all yeah. good. Um, yeah. So, but thanks to everybody watching for sticking around. I know we're going through some difficulties here, but it's all good. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna go ahead. We're just gonna go ahead and hop to spoiler wall here. Oh, let's go. Okay. Um, and and Lucas will have to bring up the rear here. Um, sure. But. Uh, apparently they had a power outage by the way um so he may be back he may not be back i don't know oh okay um so um but anyway uh yeah so from the start you know we're and i know we're not going to go through each episode but yeah you know from the start we are uh we're introduced back to uh you know 2012 like you were talking about 2012 loki mm-hmm. post you know, the big battle of New York, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he escapes like he did in, um, in Endgame, Uh, and he, you, you find him in this like desert area and then he gets captured by this strange organization called the time variance authority, the TVA and all that stuff. And gotta say from the get go firing on all cylinders, that whole scene where, um, she strikes him with the, with the baton and he's feeling the full force of the strike, but he's being like slowed down. <laughs> right. And so it's just, you and just she's this... and she's like and she's like, You're you're you may be moving in slow motion, but you're feeling everything <laughs> that I hit you with. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. But yeah, just from the get go we get, you know, Loki gets pulled into the T V A, the world of the T V A where we're introduced to um, you know all the all the uh, the agents and stuff like that, and there's there's hunters, there's there's actual agents and, and things like that, and their 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 goal is, and it looks like Lucas is trying to get back in the room here. So oh, really? Okay. Yep. 
here. This is going to look funky again for a moment, guys. Um, let me see here. Three-person templates. Greetings, humans. All right, Lucas, we are into spoiler talk. I know. I've been trying to follow on Twitch, so spoil okay. away. By the way, I uh, I I, ga- I gave it give it gave it a uh, nine and a half out of ten, only because I needed more than six episodes. So uh, okay. I still don't feel like there was enough. Uh, I don't I don't I don't know. This one just felt like there wasn't enough stuff. I needed more with Loki with Sylvie. Uh, I thought it was a great first season, um, and I thought in terms of like. The transition and how it connected the MCU, ten out of ten. Um, but I didn't give it a perfect score. So okay. sorry no, to be a down. Nine nine what did you say? Nine and a half out of ten. Nine and a half out of ten. That is so good. That. That's awesome. <laughs> that is yeah. amazing. So I but loved yeah, it. We are reacted. we're over the spoiler wall. So we are. I was just talking about how we were getting introduced to Loki yep. the and TVA. pulled into the TVA, the time right. the, authority and the spite the space lizards, yep. the timekeepers. Yep. yep. Catches up. Yeah. And Loki was like, uh, time, that timekeepers? He's like, well, once I want, one, I want to meet them, but one, also, I don't believe they're real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Which he did. called it, really. He called it early. Yeah. Totally called it. And yeah. I mean, we're, we're introduced to, you know, the, we're introduced to Miss Minutes. Um, and all Which, that by the way, how is no one, like, she, like, this Miss Minutes is amazing character, yeah. by the way. For but, sure. Who is this cartoon character? How is this person? How is this Miss Menace existing? Existing in cartoon world? Like, do we not know where she comes from? Why do no, we, we not don't. talk about her? Not Through in, the whole season, not they're not giving. No. They give no information other than she is the right hand minute keeper, the right hand girl of uh, He Who Remains. So yeah, but why a cartoon though? Is it is oh, it like a know. a robot? Uh, it's an no. AI. Yeah, it's like AI. a representation of a AI or a computer or something that oh, just holds what? all the TVA information, timeline, so like info a hologram and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Somehow, she's like Siri. The- Miss Minutes is like the TVA Siri or Alexa or what are the other ones? Yeah, I get. It. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. but but she's cartoon. And she can yeah. be anywhere. Yeah. Okay. She's right. a cartoon. Well, I, exactly. I can get behind that. All right. But cool. apparently, she can feel some sort of like pain or something. She's not like just like a computer generated image. Because if you remember Loki when he's taking that test and Miss Minutes pops up and he like tries to attack her and stuff, she's like moving out of the way and stuff. Like, yeah. Why oh, would she yeah. have to bother mm-hmm. if, if she if she's not actually there? Well, she has she, feelings too. It's yeah. like in VR when you see stuff fly at you and you try to move out of the way, even though it's not really going to hit you yeah. in in real life. It's something like that. Probably. I uh. Yeah. I really appreciated this intro, this first, and in all honesty, the first and second episode, I had to watch twice just because I felt like they were so chock full of information. Uh, This first one introducing the TVA, you know, the Time Variance Authority, introducing the the fact that there used to be a multiverse and then the time, the time keepers, whatever, the the three space lizards decided to make one sacred timeline and keep everybody on the track. Uh, and then getting into this idea of variance, and then at the end of the first episode, saying, "Hey Loki, by the way, I'm I'm asking you to help me find another Loki, a deadlier Loki than you, a Loki that's running amok and creating havoc, and 
you know, and if you do this, I'll introduce you to the space lizards. Uh, that was a really cool, you know, surprise yeah. at the end of the first episode. So I want to talk about that, that why the, the reason why they're going after this more dangerous Loki, they go back in time and they show where they take this female Loki from this timeline. Correct. Like, why would they take a Loki from a timeline? Like it, to me, it, it, it leads me to believe that that's not actually a Loki. Like why, like if they're going to take a Loki away from an entire timeline, that timeline is going to be shot. Right. Cause that's Thor's that's true. Loki can't do anything or sister in, the, in, in this timeline. Why would they take her? So it leads me to like, she wasn't supposed to be there. She was like, she was supposed to be, she's like, maybe like a, I think the other folks are talking, calling her the enchantress or something like that. But right. I don't think she's actually a Loki. She is not a variant of Loki. She's yeah. something else. In which she's the only variant of Loki that didn't go by Loki. Um, yeah, right. Because her another, name was Sylvie. Reason. And I yeah. always thought, that's kind of weird. You know, just because you're a girl doesn't mean you can't be Loki still. You can she be. Like, she doesn't like be, being called Loki because that's not her name. Yeah, right. I, I just uh, I just don't think that, uh, well, number one, it's a reference to another character. And Marvel does this. They they reference characters while, while not necessarily pulling every single piece of source material for that character. Um, and I think, honestly, it's they're taking it and developing a storyline for her. I still think she's a variant of a Loki, but she's just different. And the fact is they wanted a different name for her so that it wasn't confusing to have Loki and Loki and Loki the whole Lokina. Yeah, that would have been weird. Loka. Everybody talked about possibly it being Lady Loki, but I guess they didn't didn't want it to go that way because there is a Lady Loki in the comics. I think Um, it makes complete sense for her to be the Enchantress. I don't, I don't think it matters that she's a variant of Loki. Her name's Sylvie. She's, she's her own person. And so yeah, I, I hope down the road they, tell. right. But I'd say, why not make her the enchantress down the road? We, I, I know for myself in the six episodes I watched, even though she made a very, uh, I don't know, very bad decision in some ways. And yet did she, but yeah. she made a very uh, impactful decision at the end where yeah. you could kind of see her as a villain, definitely see her as a villain. Yeah. Um, I still like her. Like I still like her character development and, and just kind of things they revealed about her, much like they did with Thanos, much like they did with Killmonger, with all the other villains and baddies of of the MCU, like really making you see their perspective and their their point of view. So uh, I think, hey, let her be whatever, you know, what let her be whatever. And I think, you know, in talking about this variance, uh, I think it's only fitting that our MCU Loki fell in love with himself. Yeah, the yeah. funny thing is, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, the funny thing is, he actually Tom Hiddleston actually did an interview um, before Loki ever even aired, and the interview asked asked him like, "Are we going to see a love interest for Loki?" And the way he responds is, "Well, I think first, if you're going to ha- to learn to love someone, you have to first learn how to love yourself." Well played, and- Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> well played. <laughs> And he was totally giving it away without giving it away, um, which I thought was hilarious. But, uh, but yeah, 
Yeah, I'm 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 with you. Like like if if it's if it's actually if Sylvie is actually a Loki variant and Loki falls in love with himself, it totally makes sense. Yep. Like totally. He's he's the only person he can fall in love with is himself. Um yeah. and I totally get it. Uh, yeah. Which also makes it a little weird uh, that he, with the kissing scene of kissing himself, <laughs> and, all, and and it's just it's just it's just weird. A love interest with yourself just sounds really weird, and I think they can save it with her being actually the enchantress. Yeah, definitely. I mean, can you imagine if they would have tried to do that old gender swap on Loki and like try to do some kind of computer animated thing where he's like a girl version of himself? That would have been weird. So real yeah. quick, Tim Pollan just rated us. Hey oh hey. nice. Timmy Pollan, thanks old, for the raid. Oh Captain Captain Bacon himself. The yep. Baconator. I hope the people that you brought to our Twitch stream have seen Loki, because if not, they're about to find out some things they didn't want to find out. So here's another spoiler <laughs> warning for spoiler you raiders. Cast. Spoiler cast for old Loki season one. Yeah. So continuing on with some of the things, you know, I can't, did you guys talk about Mobius yet? I think that's the other. Oh, Mobius uh, is a fantastic character. Perfect casting of Owen Wilson. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. He never dropped a, he never never said it. No, it was, that was (laughs) a little disappointing. I'll be honest. And and then when he got, uh, what do they call it? The fused or pruned. When he yeah. got pruned, I was like, "Oh no, we're not gonna get the wow!" And oh, then we man. find out that we that he's back in the in the episode in what episode five that he's in he's in the void. I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna get a wow!" But we never got it. Nope, never got it. No. So I feel like besides the Sylvie and Loki relationship, Mobius and Loki's relationship, I think Patrick, uh, I think you both talked about it a little bit. I loved their chemistry oh, so and their good. relationship. The building, like whether it was Mobius revealing to Loki, like going over his future life that he a- never got to experience and just and yet at the same time, like having almost empathy for him, sympathy and like building that trust. And but like the highs and lows of it, of their relationship was so good, whether it was going through that or uh, Mobius throwing Loki into that that time loop where uh, Sif came kept coming in and kicking him in the crotch <laughs> yeah. and just over and over and over again and then You're but then finally teaming up with him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was I, so good. the the whole The whole dynamic between Mobius and Loki uh, was good, and it was it all stemmed from Mobius being like a like a therapist. He's like, I yeah. know who you are but i want you to see it i want you to see who you are and why you are and it took loki six episodes to get there yeah to be like oh you know mobius is right and they became really really good friends yeah and that whole like that was a really good storyline in and of itself Mm -hmm. their relationship with each other for sure i really love their relationship and how it how it blossomed developed yeah. And each episode it had a different look and feel. Like the first episode was getting to know you. Second episode, they had some really deep discussions about free will, about fate. Um, you know, trying to kind of it was almost like a detective story and like the whole idea of finding the Loki variant within apocalyptic events and because it wouldn't cause a Nexus event because it wasn't, you know, important to the the timeline because it was going to be obliterated anyways like that whole thing was really funny like when they were in Pompeii and 
you know, Loki's like just dancing around, like causing (laughs) chaos. And, and Moses is like, well, nothing's happening. So I guess you're right. And, uh, yeah, that was, it was so good. And when he got pruned, I looked at Mindy and was just like, no way. What did they just do? Right. You can't, you can't kill Mobius. You can't kill Owen Wilson. Wow. Yeah, you don't pay Owen Wilson, <laughs> Owen wow. Wilson money to kill wow. Owen Wilson. No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, and what and what a transition. Like, you know, in 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 continuation of the relationship where you're like, oh no, they just separated one of the best like duos in this in this show. And then you go to, you know, Lokiville or Loki variant Berg the and void. Uh, void and run into all the Lokis. Uh that was crazy. Uh, Super crazy. Which was hilarious. Tim yeah. Pollan points out Mobius is the new Phil Coulson. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I, I like that take. I like it. I like, I like it. it. I like it. It's a good take. R.I.P. Phil Coulson. He's not actually dead, but you have yeah, to this watch. Is two, uh, this is 2012, Loki. We could still see Phil Coulson. Eh. eh? Possible. It's possible. Eh? This, this, you never t- know. This, time, this timeline is about to get crazy. I mean, if you saw Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know that he never actually completely died and lived on for seven seasons. He's RoboCop. That's of a really is. fun show. <laughs> but anywho, we're talking about Loki, not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, Come with me. <laughs> yeah, so let's see. They they do introduce the Lady Loki in the third episode. Or is it the second episode or third episode? It was the second episode. I think it's the second episode. One yeah, second episodes. episode. Thank you. And she causes havoc with a bunch of the uh, the time grenades, the the timeline erasing grenades, which was pretty yeah. crazy when that happened. And uh, what did you guys think of? Did you did you have any? Did you expect to see a mirror image of Loki when they had their first showdown at the grocery store or wherever they were in no. Alabama during that no, hurricane? No, I, I I didn't. Um, what they they did like a, um, I think it was more of like a shadow. And it moved like a female. I was like, oh, that's just a variant mm. of, of Loki. It's yep. not going to actually be Loki. I can't see two Tom Hiddlestons yeah, that doing been a whole weird, series right? together. So I was like, okay. It would have been like the parent trap. And they, and they talked about it. They talked about it. They're like, they're like they, they, the variants of Loki are not actually going to be Loki. It's going to be look. It's, it's going to be totally different. So yeah. when I saw that uh, she had walked into one of the portals, and I was like, oh, okay, that's that looks like a female. It's going to be a female. I get it. So I, I was not because of what they did there. That's why I never thought it was going to be an actual same looking Loki. Yep. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I, I, full disclosure, I knew stuff. <laughs> ah, um, but um, I didn't know all of it. So um, I didn't know who she was actually going to be fully playing um but you know the way that they revealed it was really cool how she was you know transferring you know enchanting different people and and yeah. and speaking through them and all that kind of stuff and and fighting loki that way um all, all while fighting in uh i think it was called rocks cart wink wink to rocks on uh oh yeah yeah uh that mm-hmm. rocks on is a very big corporation in the, in Marvel in general, um, yeah. and then obviously uh, in Miles Morales, they were referenced mm-hmm. quite a bit. Definitely, um, but uh, but yeah, it was it was a really cool scene to introduce. Um, 
I want to say her name is Sophie DiMartino. I believe that, that is That sounds her name. right. Yes. We'll um, accept that. Sophie DiMartino. I believe, yeah. She's an incredible actress. She does a great job. Yeah. She did she a great did. job. Yeah, she did. And she pretty much over the next episode and a half kind of reveals why she's doing what she's doing once they go to Lamentus 1 because Loki kind of interrupts her her plan to go and pretty much face the the three space lizards and probably kill them. Uh Uh, Before she can do that, though, takes her to Lamentus 1 and then they kind of go on a little chase to charge their little temp pad and get back to the TVA so she can finish her plan. Um, but they wind up on a planet that's about to be destroyed and in the process, get to know each other a little bit, find out their motives. Uh, that I think episode three was a really, I think episode three for some people was a low point from the things I read kind of in terms of like what happened and what was going on. But I think it was all about character development kind of building that relationship Mm -hmm. between the two of them. That was the focus. And even though some of the stuff didn't really make sense, like I, I know that we've talked about in the past. We'll mention here that that final scene when they're trying to get to the rocket ship to blast off and somehow survive this apocalyptic event was nonsensical. They were one like four football fields away from the rocket, and like clearly the rocket was about to be destroyed. Uh, and they weren't even running in a straight line. They were like running <laughs> to the left, running to the right, no stopping to eat direction. a hot dog. No, not yeah. at all. Like I didn't understand what was happening that whole time, but it made for cool cinematic stuff. It did. It did. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, like you said, the this this their third episode uh it was a bridge um between uh episodes. It was more character development and yes, this was probably the lowest rated of all the episodes. Um but it was important. It was. And this uh the reason for this episode paid off in episode six. Yes, definitely. I thought it was interesting. So I love when you have these moments where it's like, well, it's over. We're going to die. And it's like, no, you're not. There are still three more episodes. (laughs) But they they like take it to like, to pretty much where the the meteorites are like in their faces about to kill. Oh, no, not again. Oh, yeah. The meteorites are about to kill them. Yes. And then the internet is killed on Lucas's end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lucas needs some Ethernet ports yep. on his laptop. He sure does. <laughs> he sure or does. no power outage. Oh goodness. Okay, so yeah, so we've reached that that bridge, and and then of course um, they are uh, you know captured by the TVA. Um, they are saved by the TVA and and captured and all that. Um, and and then of course uh they are such a an anomaly anomaly excuse me um that they are immediately called into the presence of the actual timekeepers um and i'm trying to <laughs> yeah this yeah here. and these timekeepers were actual lizards which was surprising to me because i thought these these were like because the way loki was talking the way everyone else was talking and the way that um uh was it Raven Renslayer? Is that her uh, name? Ravonna right? Renslayer. Ravonna Renslayer. Uh she's she was like she's like she the way she talked about it, they're like they're they're not real. And when they came to that came to that like uh the top floor and these 
lizards were up on there just laughing and not really they they felt fake and they ended up being fake mm-hmm. which was which was like a surprise but not really a surprise because i was not expecting them to be real anyways yeah um but when but when we they found when we found out that they were actually confirmed not to be real uh it really changed the uh changed everything because loki was right that means ravona renslayer was lying about something yep and that's why they started fighting and then that's when um loki got this episode when loki got pruned i'm like oh what like this is the end of the episode and how are they going to continue this is this really going to happen where they're going to continue the last two episodes without loki how is this even possible yeah i i I knew he wasn't i knew he wasn't dead again like it was was saying two it was a shocker for sure yeah but like two more episodes they're not going to kill off loki (laughs) yeah yeah um but uh, yeah, it was definitely interesting to see what comes next, and the fact that uh, you know Sylvie cuts off cuts off the one the one uh, timekeeper's head. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the interesting part, and I watched I watched a video about this after the fact, mm-hmm. and they point out this little Easter egg. First of all, um, the the actor who plays He Who Remains, yeah, does all the voices. For the timekeepers. Oh, really? That's yes. Neat. And when um, when the whole fight is over and they they stand by the one type timekeeper's head, you can hear it in the background. You hear the words "See you soon." And and so like they were already hinting at he who remains. Oh. Well before they actually introduced the character. Wow, um, which like I never, I didn't catch that the first watching, of course. Nope, did um, not catch it. But uh, but yeah, I, that's why I love to watch these like Easter egg videos where they go back and like, oh, here's this and here's that. I'm like, I never would have seen that. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was it was really cool. And then of course you you come to find out that that Loki swine, uh, he's in, fine. Yeah, he's in he's some avoid. other dimension, some other yeah. area of time, and. This to me leads into into episode five, which is hands down for me, uh, probably the best episode of the season. Really, um, and, and I really liked episode six. Don't get me wrong, but I loved having the the multiple um, uh, the multiple uh, Loki variants, uh, whether it be you know um, kid Loki or um, uh, the uh, classic Loki, who is who's played by Sir Richard E. Grant, fantastic actor in everything he does, um, and um, the <laughs> the alligator Loki, um, and then like what was the other one? Thor Loki. Yeah, it's like vengeful Loki, I believe that was called. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it was pretty sweet to see all that. Each one of them had their own their own great uh, individual characters and we're still very much loki uh yeah and and uh i watched this series with my wife and mm-hmm. she watches the mcu movies with me and she enjoys them um she did not watch wandavision with me uh she watched uh captain america and the winter soldier and then she watched this one with me and i don't get a lot of uh gasps 
from her uh-huh. in anything that we're with that that any of the MCU. Uh, but the end of this, when they show all of the Loki's like standing over Loki, uh, she gasped and she's like, oh, "What does that mean?" And when she is excited about something that means it was like a jaw dropper of a moment and yeah. this was a jaw dropper of a moment lucas is attempting to come back in <laughs> lucas is coming back in hopefully he's understood what we've been talking about we're on <laughs> to episode five lucas episode five now episode five thumbs i'll be with up. you thumbs up as long as my electricity allows i don't know what's going on i had to unplug my refrigerator this Turn off lights. We've never downstairs. had these problems before. No, it just started yesterday or this morning, and I didn't think about it affecting my Wi-Fi. It's you need so to tr- turn off your shower because that pulls okay. a lot of electricity. <laughs> I will. That's true. That does take a lot of electricity. I'm going to turn it off right now. Click. Turned it off. Good job. Okay. All right. Third time's a charm. Here's hoping I stick around. Yes, the Loki variants. I love them. Old Man Loki is my favorite. When he raises Asgard and saves the day, loved it. Epic moment. Glorious purpose. That, that was a, that was an awesome moment. Like they were, but they were walking away, and he's like, "Nah, they need me." And he pulls up and just does the the Asgard hologram and just tries to pull it up. Tries to pull up a what was the big smoke monster? Uh, it's called Eliath. Eliath, not Altair, yep. Eliath. Yes, close. You were so close. <laughs> yeah, he is, he came down and assassinated yeah. uh, the the older Loki. Yeah. Now, <laughs> one question I have, in, and I guess it's a doubt, is this alligator Loki? Why would they call him alligator Loki? He was definitely crocky, croaky. I don't know. I don't know why they decided. Crocodilly. And apparently people were like fighting on the internet. Like, is this actually an alligator or is it a crocodile? It's, it's like the pig Spider-Man. I mean, just, just go with it. You know what I mean? It's an alternate it's universe of a Loki of probably of all, all alligators I loved it. or just whatever. Just I want to see this. I want to see this animal-driven MCU <laughs> where Loki <laughs> is an alligator. Thor is like... It's, it's the life of pets. Thor is a frog. Thor's a frog, sure. And, and in whatever. fact, you see that when they're like panning yeah. down in a scene, he's like in yep. a jar. Yeah, um, nice. And that's a reference to the comic books where yeah, he's actually saw, turned I, into a frog. Well, and I think they reference it in the MCU as well. The wife and I paused it there, and they're like, "What was that?" And we rewound it, and we're like, "Oh, that says Thor on on that jar. What what does that mean? We didn't know. We don't know the comics, but that yeah. was pretty pretty funny." Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, Aaron Definitely. in the chat, you done messed up. Says Croaky sounds more like a frog. Which, that does. I heard yeah, it once I said yeah. it. I was like, croaky, that doesn't work. Crocky. Yeah. Crocky. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I loved uh, Mobius showing up in his little Winnebago. Not a Winnebago. It was like a pretty much a Ford Fiesta. Like, yeah. It's like a pizza, just showing up to save Sylvie. Or something, yeah. Like pizza a- had a big, huge pizza slice of pizza on it. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So she, she, she gets reunited with the other Lokis. With Loki, our good friend, and they face off against Elioth and enchant him, turn him, which pretty much means they turn him green. Yes. And then they go behind the curtain, which ironically, since it's green, it's almost like they went to see the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that was lit. That was so many Wizard of Oz parallels there. So many. <laughs> yeah. They're like, that Elioth, he's guarding something. And so they go and they meet mm-hmm. he who remains. Who did you think it was? Did you 
automatically go towards the rumors of Kang the Conqueror? Did you yeah, think it was yeah, some new character? That's exactly who I went to because I know that Kang, the Con- Kang the Conqueror is like a time. He manipulates time. He's a power of time. So yeah. um, that's who that, immediately who I went to. However, as we go through the episode, it's he's smug. He's you know joking. Weird. Yeah, he's, he's just he's just like a loosey goosey kind of guy, kinda crazy man. Like and, you can tell he's been alone for a long time. And I'm and, like, and I, I I told I told my wife as we paused it, and I'm like, this is if this is a villain, this is this is not a villain. It's a terrible villain. We we with the because of the alternate timelines, this is not the real villain. This is the guy that's pretty much the good guy. This is the guy who's trying to keep everything under control. He's the but precursor, and, the and definitely, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the way. I, that's the way I felt. I was like, this guy is too, uh, just lackadaisical about anything. Just funny, you know. Like he was, he 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 was smart, but he was he was funny. He was goofy, uh, and I didn't see him as Kang the Conqueror. At one point, he's like, "I've been called many names. One was a conqueror." You know, it's like, yeah, I get it, but there were. There's gonna be there's something's gonna happen to where we actually get to see the variant of this yep. gang or this copper or this of yeah. this guy. Because then he reveals he was one of thousands or hundreds of variants just, that just, were just the like, leaders of the multiverse war that they had referenced before, mm-hmm. and he fought. Yeah. He fought himself because he was the smartest man alive. He was like from 3100 BC or BC AD. Like yeah. the 31st century, I think it said. Century, yeah. And uh, what a twist that he's like, he's almost like the reverse Flash and a villain that's come from the future to then take control and to use his smarts, his technology, whatever he's got to then make this one and, and just pretty much get this dictatorship of time. One time. And, and one timeline. And then he gives this ultimatum to the to Loki and Sylvie it's like here are your two options you can kill me and release all my variants but you get all your free will back or you can take over the the TVA and the timeline for me and relieve me of my you know my leadership or whatever yeah, yeah. and this this whole point goes back to uh endgame where they're all trying to get these infinity stones back from certain timelines but to keep that sacred timeline, they have to put them back where yep. they were uh, to keep that timeline. Because there was like the um, the uh, Doctor Strange, what's the it, ancient what's one? The ancient. She's like, hey, she when she does it, she's like, these are timelines. This is what happens if you take if you take these take it out Infinity Stones yeah. away. This is what happens, I and mean, it needs to be straight. And this goes straight to Loki. Uh, season six of what they're talking about like hey or actually just the whole the whole season not just episode six the whole season where they're trying to keep one timeline and anytime any it goes off to a point where it's going to cause a nexus event they're like hey nope we need to stop it and that's that that and it goes back to endgame which is really cool how they how they kind of connected it for sure uh, so comics in the cross just raided us with a party of seven hey hey what's up guys you came at the best part Yep, we're the birth of the multiverse. Yep. Welcome so to the just, conversation. Yes. Just heads up for anybody jumping in. We are spoiling 
Loki. So if you haven't watched it, we're on the last now. episode right yeah. now. Right now. <laughs> yes. Oh, guys, thanks so much for all the follows. Much appreciated. Woo! Awesome. Much appreciated. Thanks. I can't see a thing because I'm not using the internet on my phone so as to save energy and not leave well, for the third I'm time. Sharing. Thank you. I <laughs> Thank appreciate you, it. Thank you. Thanks, Marcus. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I love this like almost rebirth and reintroduction of the multiverse. This is like I can't think of a better way to bring people into the the convolutedness of the multiverse. In the past, in like comics, they would they would go back and explain multiverse stuff and explain and but it's always existed. It's always there and you just have to accept it. And the way the MCU has done this and introduce the multiverse in a way that you get to be there for its rebirth. And it just, it makes sense. Like the way they did that is so good. And I, and I loved the, this like both calm, but huge moment where the, where Loki and Sylvie pretty much get to decide what happens next. And he who remains is just like, what do you want to do? Like the moment where he, he realizes that he can't predict the future and he takes the pen and just drops it. And he's like, I don't know what's going to happen from here. So, yeah, yeah, and and go he's, ahead. He's, and he's like, you can either take over, or you can kill me, and then cause this multiverse and cause all the things that I've helped keep in line to go haywire. Yeah, yeah. And this, in this moment, once he did that, like this moment for me was, I you knew who was going to pick which route. Like you knew Sylvie was going to going to going to kill him want to going to kill him and not care about the results and you knew loki was going to want to i i mean they 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 try to insinuate that he just wants the throne but i love that he he repeats i don't want the throne like just like he did with uh was it with thor i i didn't want the throne i just wanted to be your equal yeah uh, i think he yeah. says to to thor in dark world i can't remember which one he says that in yeah, but but it's that idea that people perceive in him you just want power you just want control and and loki that's not like why he's doing that like his thought process and everything makes sense and uh yeah and I, I do want, i do want to take a quick aside before we talk about like where they go with it if you were in that situation and you had to pick you guys not loki or anybody else to either kill the big bad to give everyone free will or to take over so that it it would like everyone would be safe from the many variants of Kang. Which one would you do? Now, am I Loki or am I Sylvie in this scenario? You're yourself. You're Patrick. But I have no motivation at this point. No, like, but which the, one? Like, you have to. There's no motivation. There's just which do you choose? Man, I, I'm gonna have to say free will. So kill for the free will. Yes. See the point that. Uh, the point that Loki makes is there. There's this risk of um, unleashing something much, much worse by by killing. And I mean, you could take him at his word, or you could not. But I think when I think about it, uh, yeah, maybe technically people don't have free will. It's kind of like the Matrix, if you think about it. People like ignorance is bliss. They don't know they're being they're being controlled. They don't know they're in this simulation, um, and ultimately you're keeping everything balanced. 
So, although I don't know how much Loki and Sylvie would keep everything balanced, but if it were me in that situation, I I think I would want to keep the balance. Yeah, but but Sylvie's like, you took my life away from me. Yeah. You took my life away from me. And and her taking his life away from him, like, I get it. Yeah. And yeah. Loki's, Loki's yeah, totally life was never... Loki's life was never taken away from him, and he had that progression, especially with his relationship with Mobius, and just seeing just a six-episode arc of him being the god of mischief, to being a guy who cares, and to believe that he cares. There was a moment yeah. like they're they're like neck and neck, and Loki is just crying. You can see the tears just drop from his eyes because he does not want her to kill. He who remains because he he doesn't want anything bad to happen, which is crazy. Right. He he says he doesn't want a throne. He doesn't want a throne. Sylvie can take the throne. He doesn't care. He just he doesn't want anything bad to happen. And what? Yeah. Sylvie's like no, and just no. Throws she him. couldn't see past that decision. For uh, just for the record, I I'm I lean more towards Mark. I see Sylvie's side. I see the idea of give everyone free will. But I kind of also think that free will is a little bit overrated. We don't have as much free will as we like to think, but that's a whole different discussion for another day. I do not want to unleash Kang the Conqueror or the worst variants. I kind of like the idea of keeping the balance. So I would, I would know. Aside was Loki. No, they don't know. They don't know. Yeah, it's true. Uh, But it's so. I don't know, like this Nexus event was so cool because it was just like, this is the this is the true birth of phase four. Like mm-hmm. it's unleashed from here and all the movies here on out are going to be directly impacted by this this episode and this decision. Which so is cool. Awesome as a viewer, because like Mark, uh, we love time travel. We love time manipulation and quantum physics and all that stuff. Yep. And 1.21 gigawatts. It's amazing <laughs> that this is this is the route that the MCU is taking. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I am on board one hundred percent. Any other phase, even though we're, we're you know we lose Steve Rogers, we lose Iron Man, uh, but we're gaining so many other characters uh, that I've st- I it's which is crazy because we are so we're what how many years we're 13, 14 years into the MCU, and I'm still caring about what's happening. Yeah. yeah, and they just they just influxed a bunch of life into it by by doing this multiverse angle. Like, and, yeah. And the beautiful thing is, this is the nature of the comics that they're yeah. playing this out. Like, there have been store tons and tons of storylines where you know there are lineup changes and people die and then people come back to life and 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 things like that. And there's it's it's this flux, this ebb and flow of of this universe and and mm-hmm. and the mcu is very much uh to in its own degree i guess kind of mimicking that and it's an awesome thing to see and and i think this is one of the many reasons why i gave this show a 10 out of 10 is because i think i mean wandavision and and falcon and winter soldier they have their impacts of course they do sure. but i think this series has the most impact on for sure. what is to come yeah. um, because we're literally playing out into what the next uh three or four well not completely three or four movies because i don't think uh eternals or shang chi are affected by this per se but 
Uh, I mean, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, yep. um, Ant-Man and Quantum Mania, which, by the way, the main villain of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, King He's the Conqueror. King the Conqueror, yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, and uh, I'm assuming Spider-Man uh, No Way Home will also yeah, be affected and, by and- this. The the title from Spider Man No Way Home, uh, he's going to be he's going to be looped into or gone to another multiverse, and he has, does not know how to get back to the sacred timeline. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm thinking is going to happen. That's what No Way Home means. Yep. Well, I love you know you mentioned the sacred timeline. I think at this point the only sacred timeline is Kevin Feige's plan for the MCU. Like yeah. that's the only thing, and that's kind of like where I. I I really like what they're doing because like you said Mark they're taking the comic book route like they're they're going all in on this multiverse but they're not going to be like there's not going to be like a bunch of you know in the comic books you have to read this comic book line and this comic book line and there's so much it's almost un it, it's almost impossible to to know all of the strands but there's going to be only enough to where we'll watch the movies we'll watch the shows and it'll all work together like it won't just be like well this director decided to go this way no kevin feige is gonna you know and his his group of guys and gals are gonna guide the ship and uh that's the only sacred timeline that's going to be involved and and seeing it you know like seeing that visual of the sacred timeline like in the in the show like breaking off and all the little branches yeah i was like somewhere in there is toby mcguire somewhere in there is you know like all Andrew the little yeah. yeah andrew garfield and the others that they're Topher gonna grace as venom some there are the x-men we're not gonna talk about topher graces as venom. oh okay we no. <laughs> he does he's not real he's yeah. fake yeah yeah but yeah so yeah it's exciting it's really well, yeah, cool the, the the end of it i mean like loki just like comes back oh, and right. yeah runs into mobius and it was like who are you like that's oh, that when was, my that, mind I did not blown. see that kind of like that wait hurt. what? Yes, you're right, yeah. Mark. It did hurt because they did build that relationship yeah. for six episodes. And Mobius really helped transform Loki into someone who cares rather than someone right. who's in it for himself. Yeah. Um, and, and that's and what then, was portrayed. Yeah. And then right after that, they show the the statue of who we can only imagine is Kang the Conqueror, or one of the variants of sure. Kang that's taken over this TVA. Uh, it was very reminiscent to me of the probably much maligned uh, reboot of Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. where at the end he gets back to what he thinks is present Earth, and it's taken over by all the all the all the apes and stuff. And like yeah. Abraham Lincoln is actually. Uh, a, a monkey or an ape yeah. uh it had that same feel where loki just looked over and saw that statue and was like that wasn't there before that <laughs> and uh yeah so um it's, it's exciting adds 24 uh, in the chat he, he was one of the ones that came with uh with cross what's up ads uh, uh he says i hope x-men come across through the multiverse and evan peters is actually quicksilver and that's why he was in wandavision because oh, man i hope so in witness protection yeah, I mean, this is their this is their entry point for. Good I mean, thing. they bought Fox, so this is how they bring the mutants. And it was interesting the other day that Hugh Jackman posted a picture of him with Kevin Feige, and a a picture of I think it was like a, a I think a Boss Logic. If you've ever heard of Boss Logic, yes, it, uh, yep. it was an image of him 
uh, of the uh, Wolverine's hand with his with his claws out, both in the same like in the same Twitter post. I Interesting mean, Instagram post, right? Uh, or Instagram, yeah. Yep, something mm-hmm. like that. And I was yep. like, "Come on, come on, um, come on, <laughs> do it." So yeah, this do is it. this is their opening. And the other thing that's interesting, and they, I don't know if they'll play off this or not, um, but we know that part of this next track of of Marvel movies, um, Fantastic Four, is yep. part of that. Kang is supposedly a descendant of Reed Richards. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Spoilers. So, I don't know if they'll touch that or not, but still. I mean, come on. Come on. They might not. You never know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they I know will. some they Infinity will. Bros are still waiting for uh, Mephisto to show up. And yep. He's been a no-show so far. <laughs> so you can throw out whatever you want about it. There's no guarantee. There's no, that, no guarantee. I mean, like, Marvel just like flips a script and keeps you on your toes. Yes, we know about the comics, but they're going to show you it in a very different way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, any final thoughts uh, before my power goes out again? And yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm excited leave. to see what, what's yeah, in store for the next few, few uh, movies sure. in the re- and phase four um, and what can conquer, how he comes into play. So, I'm yeah. I'm excited. You still um, excited? Yeah. Phase four, like it's like like yeah. The end the end game was amazing. It was a great ending. Are they going to continue the story? And I'm still invested. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I won't say that it's like a slam dunk that it's going to be just as good or better. But man, they've they adding the time thing and the multiverse and the way they've unveiled the t- the multiverse. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can't see it not being good. And I could see it going like the whole multiverse thing going on even longer than the infinity saga went and just like, like holding on to that. Like, I don't think they're going to just resolve this multiverse thing like they did with infinity war in what, 20 movies. Like it could go 40 movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. the possibilities are endless, right? Multiple infinite. Mm-hmm. I will, mm-hmm. uh, I will sum up my final thoughts in this. You know, you guys talked about with Space Jam. You talked about, um, you know, family. Well, no, not 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 specifically family. <laughs> yeah. Although, okay. yes, family was great. Yes. No, you talked about James and the fact that he wanted to go out and play basketball. After this, I want a temp pad. I want a a TVA pruning baton. Oh my, that's dark. Whoa. You want to prune people? No, I want one. I want one here. Jeez, Mark. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were like an artifact. I want to prune people. You're not dying anyway. It's not. It's not like I'm killing you. I mean, I are, are you? You're feeding them to Unless a lion. Altair so. gets in your face. You may die. <laughs> Altair. <laughs> um, but yeah, people, I just love people the eater. whole the whole world and all the things, all the the mythos they've made up. Uh, about that and i just love everything everything about about the show so um yeah was it an absolutely you know perfect show on every every single little step no but i still give it a 10 out of 10 Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 good nice all right well that's all for our low-key time with loki i like it nice as is tradition Uh, some quick housekeeping where we offer towels, fluff pillows topped with some Andy's candies and tip you off to the GMG news. You need to know the GMG stream team is 
more or less still at heart at work uh, from Sunday to Saturday. Mark is still going strong on Saturdays. Uh, do you have a, what's the plan right now? I missed it. I know you've played Fortnite and Apex, but do you yeah, have anything really on the horizon? Yeah, that's really I don't have anything specific that I've lined up at this point. He's um, partying just, up. So if you want to play Fortnite with good old Mark Boucher on Saturday nights or maybe Tuesday nights or, you know, just keep an eye out on the Discord and Twitter sphere, you can join him. Um, Chris and myself are mainly doing our streams on pre and post sunrise mornings. He and I are both playing Bioshock separately, of course, because it's a single player game. Uh, we will be getting the Diablo 3, I'm 90% sure, uh, Platinum on Wednesday. Nice. And, nice. Yeah. And then we'll be starting the uh, illustrious Borderlands 2, going through the Handsome Jack collection. And then, of course, I'm continuing Dead Cells 5BC on Twitch.tv. So check all three of us out when you get the chance, morning, afternoon, evening, or night. Uh, also, if you like tweeting on Twitter or discussing or discoursing on Discord, come hang out with us. Uh, you can find an info invite in the show notes or on our Twitter uh, page. You can uh, click the link. Uh, you can also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Stitcher because it helps us find new joiners. And uh, you can give us stars, exclamation marks, uh, points. Why do I say exclamation marks? Is it exclamation marks with a C or is it exclamation points? What what are we getting into here? Uh, giving people exclamation points or marks. Exclamation point sounds right. Well, either it, you would say exclamation point. Yeah. Yeah. So the more the merrier. Just ask Caleb with the mountain nerds. We like lots. Oh yeah. At of exclamation nine. points. At least <laughs> nine of them. Uh, and then finally, you can always just give us a call if you like to talk on the telephone. Leave a voicemail nine two nine GMG guys. Let your voice be heard. And of course, and as always, speaking of what should be heard, Marcus, uh, you got a little bit of a little history to share with us? Nope, we sure don't. I know, I was just kidding. (laughs) Okay, good. I might have forgotten about that. But hey, most of the time, Mark has some Mark facts he drops for us. He will be continuing that next week. But to close out our movie, GMG MAFT 100, our top 100 movie list that we will be unveiling next week, we have some nominations to share with you. And to lead into that, I first need to make a confession. I made a mistake. During the course of the past 25 episodes, I have made some very compulsive picks uh, without really searching my soul. Because earlier today, I went through my Blu-ray and DVD collection and realized... I missed some movies. So I'm going to call some audibles and just, okay. I'm going to toss out three of my movies and switch it for similar genres. All right. So I'm getting rid of what about Bob and I'm replacing it with liar, liar cuts. Okay. Jim Carrey is awesome. Hold on. I'm trying to, trying to, I'm, I'm looking at right now. Did you put, did you do what about Bob? You're setting up a Nexus have, event here. You, Lucas. I, don't I, see, I don't see what about Bob on here. I might've already changed it in the Google you doc. Might, you might have. Okay. I'm tricky like that. You uh, did. you did. I'm getting rid of soul. I like that movie. Good music, good soundtrack, good characters and replacing it with up. Cause okay. who doesn't like yes. up, up is better than soul. Up. Up is way better than Soul. And then the last one is I'm tossing out Mission Impossible 3. Sorry, Tom Cruise. And I'm switching it for The Prestige. 
with is Hugh that Jackman. Uh, Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Oh. Yes. So okay. I I needed to upgrade a few of my picks. Just throwing in a wrinkle there, causing some Nexus events, as Mark appropriately mentioned. Uh, and with that, that's that's my that's my audibles. And okay. then I'm gonna go ahead and throw out my nominations. Uh, my last two, or wait, I have three, don't I? Uh, my last three nominations are the Passion of the Christ, mm-hmm. starring Jesus. Good, my best friend. Uh, remember the Titans. Okay. And then my last pick is gonna have to be Shrek. Okay. Because I remember watching that movie with my dad in the movie theater, just the two of us, and laughing so hard we were crying at the inappropriateness of Shrek. All right, there you go. My three picks. Nice, nice, nice. So how about you guys? What two picks you got for us? Let's go with Patrick. He's breathing in. Uh, Yeah, my last two picks are... Drumroll. Happy Gilmore. Ooh. And Bruce Almighty. There you go. Yes. Oh, Bruce Almighty wasn't on there? It was not. Dang, I'm glad you snuck that in. I love Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Last pick, Bruce Almighty. Nice. All All right. right. Mark. And my two picks are The Dark Knight Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming. Nice. Because I love Tom Holland's uh, uh, Spider-Man and his first full Agreed. introduction yeah. to the MCU. It was counting, a good. Yep. Not counting yep. Civil War. But. Good pick. A fine pick indeed. Well, that rounds it out. That rounds it out. Guys and gals, uh, join us next week. It won't be a live stream or nope. it will be. It, nope. It won't. <laughs> it will be a podcast episode though. So check us out next week. We will talk about our GMG MAFT or our Good Morning Guys movie and film top 100 where the four of us ronnie who's not with us but still contributed a plethora of movies we'll be talking about our favorite 100 movies we'll be ranking them and uh yeah sharing some anecdotes and uh why we love them so much or why we maybe don't because we all have different opinions and so it should be fun and exciting sweet uh do we have anything else to cover thanks to all of our joiners tonight you in yes. the chat. Thanks you for everybody people, being in the you. chat. Hugs and kisses from Brazil, from Virginia, from Ohio. Is that it? Or that? All right. Then I guess we'll close it out. Just want to make sure. All yep. hearts clear. Yep. All righty then, Pat and Mark and the spirit of Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners. Go get your good morning this week and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work. And as you game. One, two, three.